0: welcome to bitcoins and gravy episode number 81. at the time of this recording bitcoins are trading at 441 dollars each and listeners before we get started with the show i'd like to share with you a website i discovered some months back that will help keep you up to date with live streaming cryptocurrency prices Plus, interesting tidbits of information and explanations about your favorite cryptocurrency. Check out CryptoCompare.com. This is the best resource I've found so far for looking at trends and for gaining valuable information about digital currencies, mining equipment, and wallets. Bookmark it now, CryptoCompare.com. Mmm, mmm, Now that's gravy. Welcome to Bitcoins and Gravy, and thanks for joining me as I podcast from Nashville, Tennessee, the Bitcoin epicenter of the South. I'm here each week with my trusty dog, Maxwell, right by my side. Say hello, Maxwell. We're two Bitcoin fanatics who love talking to people about Bitcoin and sharing what we learn each week with you, the listener. Long-time listeners, thank you once again for supporting the show with your tips, and new listeners, we hope you enjoy the show. On today's show, I welcome Ned Scott, the CEO of Steamit. Ned talks to us today about the value of community and the value of reputation, two vitally important concepts that lie at the heart of Steamit. Working with the Laramers, Ned is blazing a trail forward and setting a great example for how we can learn to communicate better in the future. This is a great interview, friends. I hope you enjoy it. Originally from the New York City area, Ned Scott has invested in blockchain development for more than three years. Before that, Ned was an analyst at the family-operated Gellert Global Group. And now he has launched Steamit.com with Dan Larimer of BitShares as a way to power online communities with freedom. Ned is the CEO of Steamit.com. Ned, welcome to Bitcoins and Gravy.
1: Hi, John. Thanks for having me on the show.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm very excited about this. I have to tell you that the Laramers are two of my favorite people, Dan and Stan, and I have been a loyal follower of theirs since the good old days of Quixote. (laughs) And uh, so anything that they're involved in, I have two thumbs up for that. And that gives me uh, immediately... Of the sense that this is a credible project, so tell our listeners, if you would, a little bit about yourself before we get started.
1: So, actually, I'll begin by saying I love the way you open that. The laramers are two of my favorite people in the world, too. Nice. Dan is a brilliant mind, and the way he's architected the project we put together is incredible. And Stan is just a wonderful person. He's been a pleasure to work with over the past few months. So, my background, you know, I, as you mentioned, I was an analyst. In a sort of family-operated private equity group, and I was doing that for a few years out of school, where I studied psychology and economics, and that was a good job. It was great, but the whole time I was doing it, I was sort of falling in love with blockchain. <laughs> um, it was like the beginning of 2013 when I started, you know, finding you know these articles about Bitcoin, and I just fell into the rabbit hole, and before long, you know, blockchain was just kind of my girlfriend, in a way. (laughs) And, um, you know, from there, it was a few months later that I sort of stumbled across Dan. And I started, you know, like you following his projects on Quixote and BitShares. And, you know, that was a great learning process for me. You know, I looked at a few other projects in the space, you know, I had invested in Bitcoin a little bit, was looking at Ethereum as it was coming out and just trying to get a grasp on the whole industry. And, you know, putting my skin in the game here and there just to, you know, create that incentive to to learn more. Yeah. Um. And, you know, from there, it just kind of evolved. It was about halfway through last year that I sort of stepped up and committed to Moonlight for um, for Dan and, and Stan by basically bringing their technology to different firms in New York. And that was a great experience, you know, uh, seeing how people reacted to the different technologies and listening to people talk about private blockchains and you know all the different corporate possibilities were interesting. But the whole time that was happening, I was sort of thinking to myself, all right, you know, where's the where's the application? Where's the consumer application that we can build here? And it was late 2015 when Dan started talking about mutual aid societies um, that I thought there might be real potential to develop a sort of consumer facing application. So I, I went down to Blacksburg where he's based and, and we had a, a sort of, you know, over the weekend powwow and, you know, got to the drawing boards and we're saying, okay, how's, how do we turn this into a business? And we kept coming back to the idea that community is actually the, the, the most important and the most valuable aspect of cryptocurrency.
0: Mm, nice.
1: And so, so out of the idea that we should give people a way to help each other, when they're in need or when they have questions. We stumbled upon this process where you could have a forum based on a cryptocurrency where people can post and vote just like they can on other social media platforms. And the better the posts perform, the more the the posters and the voters are rewarded in cryptocurrency directly by the blockchain, similar to how Uh, miners are rewarded by, say, the Bitcoin network. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's the same sort of economic mechanism there. Um, And, you know, it was was just something that developed very quickly. That was, you know, kind of, I guess I got down there in the beginning of January this year. And, you know, from the beginning of January to the end of March, we took the project from an idea to a, a mainnet blockchain. Uh, the, the, that was live and 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 we you know brought a whole bunch of people to it, a whole bunch of our early adopters as they call them to sort of kick the tires and to figure out you know what this blockchain is all about mm-hmm. the blockchain is called steam with two e's and that's sort of a play on you know the business that we're building Steamit.com, which is uh, you know it's a place for people to come and and you know put their thoughts about just about anything. It's, it's sort of a reddit.com and it's an all-encompassing sort of social media site. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone can come and post and, and talk to each other and they'll be rewarded for it. And uh, it's pretty cool.
0: I like it. You know, so you were at the compound there in Blacksburg, Virginia.
1: Beautiful place, a little out of the way, but, you know, that's the way they like it. And it's it's actually, it's a beautiful place. I really like driving down there from New York. It's a great, you know, sort of two-road trip. You know, you're just driving by the mountains and the rivers, so.
0: That sounds nice. Yeah, I'm still waiting for those guys to invite me to the compound. I don't know why they would. <laughs> I'm just hoping that one day they <laughs> one day they call me and say, hey, would you like to come to the compound? I'm like, yeah, man, would love to spend a weekend at the compound. But uh, it's
1: a good time. Yeah, (laughs) that's make it happen.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's that that sounds good. Yeah, that's my kind of think tank where you have, you know, people with high moral standards who are trying to figure out how can we make the world a better place. So, yeah, community. That is where it starts. You know, over the past couple of years, I've gotten so frustrated and uh, have so much internal angst as I see what's going on in our country you know for me specifically it is watching these wars that we wage for profit that really gets under my skin and really bothers me um Mm -hmm. it it wouldn't bother me so much if i saw a lot of people marching and a lot of politicians talking out for peace Uh, but i'm not seeing that so and the reason i'm bringing this up is because i recently ran into a friend of mine Walker Bass here in Nashville who's a poet And I expressed my angst and my concern to him, and he said, well, you know, really, all we can do is take care of what's going on in our lives and in our communities. All we can do is reach out to people in our communities and build a strong sense of community that we have, that we can rely on, and, you know, such that people can rely on us. So, yeah, just that word community has been, since that event of a week ago, just that word community has been resonating with me and i've been going over and over what does that really mean and you know how that can be applied here in the crypto space when we've seen so much of a breakdown we've seen so many sad examples of a breakdown of community you know it could be said some of it started with the bitcoin foundation or with you know some other actors who were less than people with high morals i don't know how to put that nicely without you know, getting angry about it. But anyway, so yeah, <laughs> continue if you will. So steamit.com kind of like a Reddit, but tell us more.
1: Sure. So I, I really like where you're going, you know, with the idea that the community is this, this thing that can ultimately, you know, be the, 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 the make or the breaking point for, you know, what's going on here on earth. So with Steamit, it's, it's this online community where anyone can show up, but we've We've structured it in such a way that there are incentives to be a positive person, to be a positive contributor. Mm -hmm. The people who are showing up to provide information that helps people in their daily lives, these are the people that end up reaping the most benefit from the system. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of dark sides to the internet, but with Steemit, you know, the best stuff rises to the top and is rewarded. Um, And we feel that that has the potential to drive a very positive online community like we haven't really seen yet on the internet
0: yeah the first couple of things that come to mind are you know some of the things that have happened on reddit that again really you know got me fuming and it's continuing of course uh, some of the censorship that's gone on and that when you censor of course what you're doing is you are trying to direct thought in a certain direction. You're trying to direct thought in a certain way by leaving out certain important opinions and preferencing certain other opinions. Public opinion about a given subject can be influenced, can be changed, right? And we see politicians doing that all the time. We see advertisers doing it all the time. That's what they master, misinformation, disinformation, propaganda, and all of that, but censoring. So how do you address censoring on steam it. And who do you envision are the main content creators? What are they doing? Are they writers? Are they people who are politically minded? What are your thoughts on that?
1: Great question. So I think our goal as sort of the platform hosts is to make sure it becomes very diverse and we're getting all sorts of perspectives and all sorts of types of people who will bring, you know, various types of content and and good information, you know, to the community. Mm -hmm. Um, What's interesting about Steemit, uh, as far as blockchain and, and social media, is that the posts and the comments and the votes all sit directly on the blockchain.
0: Hmm. And as
1: you know, things that go on the blockchain stay on the
0: blockchain. <laughs> yeah.
1: So that's a powerful concept. So really, if you break it down, you know, Steemit is kind of like a blockchain.info. It's a sort of web wallet that also merges with a a sort of Mm reddit.com. So it's kind of a centralized site, but it's completely based on a decentralized platform. Okay. So it would not be in our interest to do censorship um, beyond, you know, what the government forces us to censor. Right. Right. you know, because we want to promote a free community, you know, that is that is our absolute, uh, you know, that's our goal um, to promote a free and positive society online. Um, but we don't really have the ability to to censor without without people pointing to things and saying, look at them censoring all this stuff from hmm. the blockchain. Nice. You know? Nice. It's, it's all there. Anyone can go to the blockchain and read things it's completely transparent and auditable. And, you know, if we were ever caught censoring, someone could start a competing site and, you know, pull information directly from the blockchain themselves and offer, you know, uh, uh, you know a platform that's, that's more open and more free. Hmm. Um, so that's kind of what's so cool. There's this open platform, just like Bitcoin. Anyone can show up to, to leverage this technology. Mm-hmm. And it's a shared public record. So we actually anticipate that, that entrepreneurs and third parties will show up to leverage the same information. We're giving the information back to the people. And uh, there's a German uh, scholar in one of, in our Slack channel who's approached me, and he's, he's building a, a sort of platform that plugs into the, the Steam blockchain uh, to sort of promote academic articles hmm. so that there, there can't really be censorship and so there can, there can be a sort of permanent repository for academic and articles published through universities Mm -hmm. and you know that's a powerful concept you know people are coming to us and saying okay how can we build something that works for other languages you know that's been one of our our biggest struggles is there's now these incentives to come and post and vote so our you know we have people in the community from Korea and China and they're coming to us and saying how can we get this all to work together on the same chain and so you know we're working through some things some filters you know to kind of help Uh, accommodate that. But at the same time, you know, these guys are entrepreneurs and they're saying, you know what, I kind of want to build a version that that caters to the Korean community or the Chinese community. And that's huge for us.
0: That's neat. So do you think, do you envision these different communities with different languages all being a part of Steemit?
1: In the early days, this is a good question, because in the early days, we weren't sure. We thought, okay, you know, are we going to have to have alternate blockchains to support all the different language markets Mm -hmm. but as we've moved across over the past couple months we've realized that that steam the blockchain is kind of like a tree and it supports different branches so here we're building our first branch which is sort of a reddit.com style interface Mm -hmm. with uh, you know it's mostly catering to english but then you could have another branch that is you know a similar style form that caters to Chinese. Mm-hmm. You could take the same you know sort of community incentive model, and you could build a sort of crowd sourced Wikipedia where people are incentivized to put information into this repository. Mm-hmm. And you know you could take it and you could build sort of a Twitter style platform where people are sort of micro blogging. You know you can apply it to the WordPress model. So we're starting to realize that this is sort of it's a tree, and we have to let it grow so that it can support the different branches. But ultimately we see different communities being supported on the same chain and and really letting this thing grow into a, a sort of central repository for a whole host of different types of information.
0: You know, I love that. And something that always scares me, you know, I remember many years ago when they had some riots there in Seattle when they had the meeting of the World Trade Organization. And I remember reading an article about how The people that were involved in the demonstration who were demonstrating against this were so well trained and they went through exercises and their whole idea was this is going to be a peaceful opposition to this carrying signs and, you know, walking and speaking and conversing with each other and all of that. But then the article talked about very strong belief and proof that some people were brought in by outside sources to paint anarchy symbols on buildings and throw things through windows and you know light cars on fire so that the media could look at that and say well look these people are all crazy they're they're using violence to speak out against why can't they just be peaceful <laughs> so that's what scares me and I was uh, reading an article last night there's a site called insurgent intelligence It talks about defense industry projections for profits uh, in the billions of dollars for global riot gear and for global riot equipment with the idea that they're forecasting what they call relentless civil unrest in the U.S. and Europe and the Middle East and Africa. Max, quit moving around, please. He's clickety clacking on the floor, so they're forecasting moving forward over the next 20 years all of this civil unrest in the U.S. and Europe and the Middle East, Africa, Asia, and they're seeing this as a massive investment opportunity, right? For all of this, <laughs> uh, for all of this gear, right? There's a company called Millipole, and they had a security expo last year in 2015 in Paris, where they show all of this new high-tech riot gear that the police will have and it's just this is frightening stuff to me you know i can't even really believe this is like hey george orwell you were absolutely right but you know <laughs> so the reason i bring that up is because when you have something like reddit well go figure what's going to happen when you have something like it, how how do we know that we're not seeing another world trade organization or Occupy Wall Street situation where we have proof that local police and whoever else infiltration to ruin it, to sully it, to bring in so much misinformation that it just skews the whole conversation and such a volume of it that the normal conversations can't go on in a normal way. The normal, talented, intelligent, well-meaning content creators are... Just there, now this large sea of misinformation and propaganda. How do we stop something like that from happening? How does Steemit address something like that?
1: That is a great question. And I think that we have a pretty good answer to it. You know, when I look at that problem of, you know, who's controlling the message, who's controlling the media, you know, it's it's an algorithm problem. It's who's controlling the algorithm. Hmm. You know, we learned the other day that, that you know, some Facebook engineers came out and revealed that you know they had been censoring, you know, conservative or or libertarian articles or or some such thing, um, and you know people were a little shocked by that because they they sort of you know almost you know naturally assumed that they were just getting a, a free unbiased flow of news perhaps, mm-hmm. but really you know there's a centralized source there and there's someone controlling the algorithm with Steam. It what's so powerful and unique. Is that the algorithm is sourced by the community. So if you have a group of people in the community that have, you know, they, they have their DNA, right? The DNA is what determines what is the best stuff on the platform. Mm-hmm. So what we're trying to do is build the best possible community with good, thoughtful people. And ultimately, it will grow into its own thing. It will have a community sourced algorithm, there's still an algorithm there. But it's open source, it's transparent, and you know, it's literally influenced by the community members like you and I. So when we go to the site and we vote on content you know, with our stake, because it's stake-weighted voting, mm-hmm. you know, that helps determine what's the best content out there. And if we can grow the platform uh, to where we'd hope it would get to, we'll end up with this sort of site that has a very valuable source of news where people are looking at this and they're saying, my peers have helped determine what's the most relevant information today. And that's important.
0: This episode of Bitcoins and Gravy is brought to you by our good friends at moonshinebootwax.com. Made by hand in small batches right here in East Nashville, Tennessee, Moonshine Cowboy Boot Wax is the original all-natural, non-toxic boot wax with a scent of orange. Moonshine Cowboy Boot Wax is a proprietary blend of American beeswax and other fine all-natural ingredients. It's specially formulated to feed and protect your leather while also offering an excellent long-lasting shine. Whether it's your cowboy boots, your expensive wingtips, or your wife's favorite pumps, Moonshine Boot Wax is a must-have for gentlemen who care about their appearance. Moonshine Boot Wax is proud to partner with Community Food Advocates, a nonprofit organization working to end hunger by creating a healthy, just, and sustainable food system. Together with community food advocates, Moonshine Cowboy Boot Wax is making a positive difference in the Nashville community, one shine at a time. You can buy your very own four-ounce tin today by going to MoonshineBootWax.com, and best of all, you can pay using Bitcoin.
1: It's different from seeing news on CNN or seeing news on Facebook because there's no central source behind it. It's the wisdom of the crowd that is determining what is the most relevant? What should I be seeing today?
0: I like it. It seems to me in some ways, whenever we get humans together and we have a good plan, (laughs) you know, that before too long, because, you know, for example, the Bitcoin foundation may have started out as a good plan. I don't know, but it, in my opinion, quickly turned into a model that was just based on the concept of hierarchy that's just what i saw right and you know you had the people at the top and then you had the people out there tithing to the people at the top and the people at the top got to decide what to do with the money and we still don't know what happened to (laughs) some of that money some of that some of that (laughs) bitcoin right um although I, i have some ideas of what happened to it but you know so something starts out good, and then what happens is you have some bullies that come in. And sometimes the bullies are well-intentioned bullies. You know, it can happen in a church. It can happen in any small business, mid-size or large business. uh, can happen within a nonprofit, you know, on the board of directors, in education. It happens all the time that we have people that come in and they you know even if their intentions are good that their intention is to make sure that everything stays good and honest well they can become tyrants in making sure that everybody is adhering to their idea of what is good and honest and that always bothers me so i love the idea of steam it i just question who becomes the power players over time i'm playing the devil's advocate just because i am so disillusioned by what i see with human nature
1: great question so based on that question, I know that I've got to get you to the platform to come, you know, give it a test. Yes. What we're finding is that, you know, we've created a platform where people are incentivized to show up, to provide good content and be rewarded for that. And they're also incentivized to come and stay in the system and develop reputations. And because of that, you know, people end up, you know, uh, being good actors and it, it ends up being in their interest to appreciate everyone else in the community. So although a lot of the early adopters of this platform are, you know, cryptocurrency enthusiasts, crypto heads, you know, blockchain enthusiasts, mm-hmm. variety of people, what we're finding is that no matter who shows up, they are being appreciated. So there's actually a whole host of sections on cryptocurrency, but recently sections on gardening, mm. sections on movies have popped up. Nice. You know, completely sort of outside of you know, the typical cryptocurrency interest. And these, these topics are, are being consumed. They're being appreciated. And so it's, we, we've created a system where people are incentivized to appreciate diversity. And that's what's really important. Because the more diverse it is, the more the platform brings in more and more different people. Mm-hmm. And that's what's important. If the incentives are aligned to continue to bring people in and continue to bring them in, even though they might have a different perspective, that's important. Because over time, things will sort of even out and you'll end up with this melting pot of people and a very diverse set of platform DNA, as we might call it. So in the early days, you might point to it and say, wow, there's a lot of cryptocurrency discussion there. But over time, uh, we expect to see it become very diverse. And that will be important for this community-driven algorithm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, you, you know, you made a point. It might not be perfect for everybody, but we think it's a level above what we might be seeing today on some centralized sources. So we're excited to build it and build it with the community that's here and the community to come. Uh, we know that it's it's still partly an experiment, and you know, we're going to do our best to you know continue to invite good people like yourself and your listeners to the platform to experience it and, and to hopefully, you know, stick around and, and continue to build it with us.
0: Yeah, this is the kind of experiment I can get behind. And I feel ignorant because I wasn't aware that Steemit is up and running right now, that I could go and I could experience it right now. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's absolutely right. We launched last Monday. There's been a few articles that have come out on some of the industry publications, CoinDesk, Cointelegraph, Coin Report. Uh, you can go to the site today. You can log in and get an account. Um, we're working to expand our, our sign-up options. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, you can get in through a Reddit account or through a Facebook account. Um, pretty soon, you'll be able to get in through just email and SMS. Okay. Um, we have to do some uniqueness verification because we're, we're actually um, giving people Steam to sign up. So when you sign up, you'll get about $3 or $4 worth of Steam power, which is your influence. And that is a sort of token that allows you to vote. And the voting allows you to earn more steam. If you're an accurate voter, uh, you earn steam. So the earlier you find posts that perform well, the more rewards you'll end up getting. You know, so we hope that you sign up and you participate.
0: I think the first thing that comes to some people's minds is, well, can I buy steam? Is this a digital currency? Can I hoard it? Can I amass a bunch of steam and become a power player?
1: Great question. So yes, people can buy steam. I will tell you that this system is a little bit different from other blockchain cryptocurrencies, um, where it's less about speculation and it's more about becoming an influencer. So there's sort of a a couple types of steam. There's steam, which is a lot like Bitcoin. And then there's steam power, uh, which is sort of like Bitcoin plus a smart contract where you've committed it to the system to get voting power. Um, so it's kind of uh, you know it's committed across a period of at least two years, mm-hmm. um, but you can you can decommit it over that time as well. But as long as you have it in that committed form, it gives you voting power, which is earning power. So if people would like to you know be exposed to Steam, I would suggest that they they buy it on the exchange Bitrex.com or OpenLedger.info mm-hmm. um, using Bitcoin. And then, you know, make sure you send it to your Steemit.com wallet and power it up. So you power Steam up so that it becomes Steam power, which is your influence, your voting power. Um, And it's important to do that because the blockchain will actually reward you for being a holder. Hmm. So we've sort of, you know, made it so that the people who come to the system are incentivized to stay in the system. Hmm. And we think that that's a powerful concept, you know, where they can stay in the system, get rewards from that, and they can earn. And when they earn, they're actually earning something called Steam dollars, hmm. which is sort of like a Bitcoin, but it's it's counterparty free and pegged to the U.S. dollar. Um, and we felt that was important because, you know, we're going to be bringing this app to a mainstream audience. And, you know, it's as simple, you know, for the regular person is, hey, show up to this website. Post content or vote on content, and you can earn hmm. for that. So, as we do that, we wanted that to be a really simple process. So, uh, we we try to keep the regular person in you know holding only two types of the tokens, either either the influence token, the Steam Power, or the stable token, the Steam Dollar,
0: hmm.
1: uh, so that the the regular person doesn't have to worry about volatility too much. Nice. Um. But but yeah, it is it is trading on exchanges, trading on Bitrex.com. It's trading on Open Ledger. And, um, you know, it's, it actually did really well yesterday. It jumped by about 90% yesterday on the exchanges. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that's kind of the idea there. It's a little different from some of the, the standard cryptocurrencies we see today, but we think it has some added mechanisms to help the regular person get
0: involved. Man, I love it. So tell our listeners, if you would, the best way for them. And also, I'll be learning as you tell us the best way to sign up for Steam. And How do we do this? so
1: just head to steamit.com that's steamit with two e's s t e e m i t and go to the top corner top right corner and hit register and then you can log in through either reddit or facebook today soon you'll be able to log in through sms and, and email and you know once you're there you'll kind of see a sort of reddit.com style site but if you click on your name your account you'll see your digital wallet and you'll be able to transfer, you'll be able to, you know, see the transactions, see the replies to your posts. Um, so there's a couple kind of new social media concepts in there. If you, if you have a, a Bitcoin wallet and you see your transactions, you can just imagine, you know, that sort of overlaid with, with your sort of reddit.com or your Facebook account.
0: Okay. All right. Well, Ned, I'm really excited about Steemit. And I know that my listeners are too, if they've not heard about it before now, do you have any final words of wisdom or information to pass to our listeners about SteamIt?
1: Yeah, absolutely. John, thanks for having me on. And I think as, as a few last words, I'll just say that, you know, SteamIt, in our, you know, sort of view is something that we can build into a movement just in the way that, that Bitcoin has been a movement for seven or more years now. And Ethereum has become a movement for developers we feel that steam and steamit can become a movement for the regular people out there and it's a way to empower them among a global online community where people are incentivized to take the extra step to help one another to bring good information to each other and just be part of a very positive you know online environment and so we'd like everyone to come show up to steamit.com register an account Um, There's also a Slack group if you'd like to come and speak with the developers and some of the early adopters. There's about 200 people in there now. Uh, The inviter is at steam.herokuapp.com. That's S-T-E-E-M dot H-E-R-O-K-U app. That's A-P-P dot com. That was a little long, but if you get there, you know, we're all kind of in there you know kicking the tires and okay you know we're in there and we're on steamit.com so we'd love to to see you and we hope that you'll you know you'll you'll check us out and perhaps join the movement with us
0: man that's great now when you're on steamit are you using your own name do you have a handle do you have what what's what's your style of doing that what's the best way to do that
1: so if you're on steamit and you see somebody with the handle ned n e d that's me that's you <laughs> um you can see dan dan's got a couple he's got D A N Dan. He's also got Dan the man. (laughs) Um there's quite a few people developing, you know, handles with with the word steam in it with two E's. There's steamroller, steam power, steam, you know, I don't know, Stanley Steamer. (laughs)
0: Right. So people are
1: playing with that term a little bit. Nice. It's a lot of fun. People are showing up and putting up some really interesting posts and there's great discussion going on, political discussion and you know, cryptocurrency discussion. So it's definitely a fun place to be right now.
0: That's exciting, man. So, yeah, if you would uh, send some links over my way, I can add them to the show notes. And uh, also, if you would join us uh, when the show posts, in the comments section, often we get comments and people asking additional questions or things that weren't answered on the show or weren't discussed on the show. If you'd join us there, that would be fantastic. Thank you so much for taking time to interview listeners. You've been listening to Ned Scott, the CEO of Steemit.com, partnering with Dan Larimer of BitShares. The Larimers, two of my very favorite people in the world seems like everything that those guys do has something to do with making the world a better place. And I can personally get behind that without any hesitation and 100%. Ned Scott, thank you for taking time to be on Bitcoins and Gravy. John, thanks for having me on. It's been a pleasure. It has indeed. And I will see you on Steam. It. I don't know what handle or name I will use, but uh, you will one way or another recognize that it's me. (laughs) Sounds good, John. See you on Steemit. Okay. Hey, thanks, Ned.
1: Okay. Bye, John.
0: All right. Bye. I'd like to thank my guest on today's show, Ned Scott, the CEO of SteamIt. Ned, I have every confidence that your work with the Laramers will be fruitful and and that it will one day be a powerful and positive influence in this complicated and sometimes frustrating world. Full steam ahead, gentlemen, full steam ahead. And I'd like to thank our sponsor, CryptoCompare.com, the absolute best resource on the internet for discovering new, up-to-date information on the exciting and ever-changing world of cryptocurrencies. CryptoCompare.com, the best resource for cryptocurrency traders and investors. CryptoCompare.com. extra special thanks to our sponsor moonshine cowboy boot wax the original all-natural non-toxic boot wax with a scent of orange the nashville wax company is now offering moonshine biker boot wax yes the same high-quality boot wax now available in black waterproof up to 100 miles an hour but there's more Their newest product is Moonshine Miracle Residue Remover for removing stubborn, sticky stuff. It's like Goo Gone, folks, but without the toxic petroleum-based chemicals. All Moonshine products are 100% natural and are available at 18 different fine retail outlets inside and outside of the Nashville area, including the shops at the Nashville airport. You are now free to purchase. To order a tin of Moonshine Bootwax or a 4-ounce bottle of Moonshine Miracle Residue Remover, stay where you are, folks. That's right, without even getting up out of your chair, just go to moonshinebootwax.com. Use your credit card, your debit card, or better yet, pay the modern way with Bitcoin. That's right, Bitcoin, the modern way to pay at moonshinebootwax.com. And a shout out to the Bitcoins and Gravy freelance transcriptionist for his excellent and highly accurate work. Who demand, Frank? You demand, Frank. Professional transcriptions of the show can be found on our website. And to get in touch with the freelance transcriptionist, just head over to diaryofafreelancetranscriptionist.com. And finally, I'd like to thank my loyal listeners, that's you, for tuning in and for giving me such great feedback about the show. Your comments in the show notes are always appreciated, as are the tips that you send to my Bitcoin wallet. I'm a hardworking guy, folks, with two jobs and without a lot of money, so every little bit counts. Even a 50 cent tip sent to my wallet goes a long way to making me feel that doing this job on a volunteer basis is worth it. It also helps keep the lights on and coffee in the kettle. Signing off now from Nashville, Tennessee, I'm John Barrett, the host of Bitcoins and Gravy, here each week with my trusty dog, Maxwell, by my side. Say goodbye, Maxwell. Until next week, friends, remember that the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men and women to do nothing Do something, y'all, and be proud of it. I know that it may sound absurd, But I have for you a magic word. And today the magic word is community. C-O-M-M-U-N-I-T-Y. Community. As in the sentence, Since I don't seem to be able to change America's imperialist ways, I guess I'll have to concentrate my efforts on helping my neighbors and improving my community community now
2: climb aboard y'all this train is bound for glory and there's plenty of room for all Bankers count our money out for every government. Oh, Bitcoin flies on through the skies of virtuality. A promise to deliver us from age-old tyranny. Oh, Bitcoin, as you're going into the old blockchain. Oh, Bitcoin, I know you're going to rain, going to rain. Everybody knows, everybody knows, till everybody knows your name. Till everybody knows, everybody knows, till everybody knows your... Give me some exposure. Everybody knows your name. Sing it. Oh, Lord, pass me some more. Oh, Lord, before I have to go. Oh, Lord, pass me some more. Oh, Lord, before I... Right there, here.
1: We have front row seats in the development of a historic technology that is doing things that have never been done before. And every day that goes by, I just feel amazed at at. Having this opportunity to be frontline observer and sometimes influencer in what is turning out to be, perhaps, a historic generational, worldwide, impactful, disruptive change in technology, one that will
0: create history. And that is an amazing feeling. <laughs>